The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the story of a young British girl who left the UK to join ISIS and who isn't being allowed to come back home. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On a cold day in February 2015, three London teenagers boarded a plane in secret to Istanbul. We move overseas now to the international hunt for three young girls believed to be on their way to join ISIS. Their families tonight... They'd been groomed online, radicalized and lured to Syria by extremist propaganda made by ISIS, with videos that claimed that life there under the so-called Islamic State was great, that it was a paradise. But the reality was very, very different. What they found instead was war and brutality. One of the girls was killed in an airstrike in 2016. And to this day, no one knows where the second girl is. The third girl, called Shamima Begum, was married to a Dutch ISIS fighter twice her age within days of arriving in Syria. She was just 15 years old. She gave birth to two children, but they died quickly of malnutrition or infection. No one knew where Shamima Begum was until, in 2019, she was found by a journalist in a remarkable discovery that made front-page news. Did you know precisely who she was? And she said, I'm a Bethnal Green girl, and then I knew. At the time, she was living in a refugee camp. She was 19, and she was heavily pregnant with her third baby. She'd fled the Islamic State in the hope of keeping him alive, and by now, she was desperate to go home to her family in East London. Hoping that maybe me, for the sake of me and my child, to let me come back, because I can't live in this camp forever. But this is where things get really complicated. The British government decided to ban her from returning. Please find enclosed papers that relate to a, a decision taken by the Home Secretary to deprive your daughter Shamim Begum of her British citizenship. She was told that she was no longer a British citizen. Immediately, the case sparked a fierce debate about who is British and who isn't. Lawyers acting for Shamima Begum launched a legal case. They said she should be allowed home to at least fight her case for British citizenship. But last week, the UK's highest court ruled, no, Shamima Begum won't even be allowed to return to the UK. The Supreme Court has ruled that Shamima Begum, the woman who left Britain as a teenager to join the Islamic State group in Syria, should not be allowed to return here to challenge the removal of her British citizenship. The court ruled unanimously. So for now, she's stuck in a limbo, stateless, in a refugee camp in the northern tip of Syria. And so the really interesting question is, should Shamima Begum be treated as a victim of grooming and abuse or as a potential terrorist? The Roj camp, where Shamima Begum is currently living, is a bleak place. It's in the middle of the desert, with very high walls guarded by soldiers. 
and it's home to around 1,700 women and their children from all over the world, women who would travel to join the Islamic State. The UN has called on the women's home countries to let them come home. Conditions in the camp are bad and they're getting worse. But very few places are prepared to do that. Russia, Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan have allowed back over 100 citizens each. Germany, Finland and the United States have taken back just a handful. So Shamima Begum is not alone. There are many women like her. And from the very beginning, her family's lawyer has said that they want to bring her home so that she can be dealt with under the UK legal system. It's not sympathy we're looking for. It's simply that the rule of law is applied and evidence is levied against her and she meets the, she meets the test of British justice um, and not being left without rule of law being applied to her um, out in, in the middle of nowhere and made somebody else's problem, which is the YGB. But by stripping her of her citizenship in 2019, the UK government effectively took that option off the table. Instead, they suggested she could claim citizenship in Bangladesh, where her mother is from. But the Bangladeshi government said no, they wouldn't take her either. Does she appear see, to We you have to nothing be to do with it. It's the British government. In fact, Bangladesh's foreign minister warned her about trying to travel there. Then we have certain rules in for the terrorist. If anyone is found to be involved with, you know, terrorism, we just have simple rule. There would be capital punishment. She really is stuck. But it didn't have to be this way for Shamima Begum. At first, British authorities said they treat her and the other girls who travel to Syria as victims of grooming and trafficking. In March 2015, the London Metropolitan Police Chief and its anti-terrorism chief were called to explain how these young women had slipped through the net and what would happen to them if they came back. We have no evidence in this case um, that these three girls are responsible for any terrorist offences. In other words, if they return, they will not be returning to jail, they can return to their families. Yes. Is that what you're saying yes. today? Yes. But when Shamima Begum was found in Syria, that narrative changed. In early TV and press interviews she gave after she was found, she didn't express regret about joining ISIS, and she spoke unemotionally about the horrors she'd seen, about brutal executions and severed heads. Her family's lawyer says those were signs of her trauma and indoctrination by extremists. Begum herself said she'd been tricked into travelling to Syria. I was hoping that Britain would understand that I made a mistake. And she said she was just a housewife during her time there. They don't have any evidence against me doing anything dangerous. When I went to Syria... But the British public was shocked by those early interviews. And within days, the British government responded by taking her citizenship away. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection... Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. So where are we now? It's true that last week's ruling by the Supreme Court will stop her from coming to the UK anytime soon. Here's Lord Reid the President of the Supreme Court. The appropriate response to the problem in the present case is for the deprivation appeal to be stayed or postponed until Ms Begum is in a position to play an effective part in it without public safety being compromised. The key words here are the safety of the public. 
the Supreme Court's decision was based on the claim that Shamima Begum is a threat to national security. In legal terms, the court decided that national security trumps Shamima Begum's right to a fair hearing over whether or not she can be classed as a British citizen. And so, this young woman's legal limbo continues. She says all she wants is forgiveness for a grave mistake she made aged just 15. The British state is saying she must stay where she is. Given that lawyers aren't allowed into the camp she's being held in, an appeal to the Supreme Court ruling is also unlikely anytime soon. But the decision doesn't rule out her case ever being heard again. So there is a tiny glimmer of hope for Shamima Begum. But for now, the question of how this young woman is to be seen as a victim or a threat remains unresolved. If you enjoyed listening today, please follow us on Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes. Just type Sensemaker into your Spotify search bar. Tortoise, the newsroom behind the Sensemaker, has another podcast too. I'm biased, but I think you'd really like it. It's called The Slow Newscast. Each week, we tell one story in depth. Search for Slow Newscast and you'll find it. We'd love for you to give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.